Welcome to the Hacking Happy Podcast, a podcast designed to arm you with the tools and experiments that enable you to define happiness on your terms and inject more of it into each day. I'm your host, Penny Lacasso. I'm the world's first happiness hacker, and I have a bold mission, a mission to teach 10 million humans how to realize happiness on their terms by 2025. So if you're ready to ignite your self-belief and eject more of what makes you feel good into each day, let's get started. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome to episode number 50 of the Hacking Happy Podcast. This week, we are talking about intentionally adapt or be adapted. Before we get down to the nuts and bolts of it, I want to share a little story that kind of links in, that kind of made me laugh out loud. You know those belly laughs that you have where you just can't stop for a minute or two? I had one of those with my son this week, and I'm sure if you're a parent, you might be able to relate to this. We had a conversation, and it comes to mind because I think part of the ways in which we adapt as human beings is feedback. Like feedback is a brilliant mechanism to consider how you want to take it on board and how you want to intentionally shape your behavior to either use that information or to not. And so that was what our conversation was about. So Sax and I were in the car, we were chatting. He had had some feedback from his teacher and we'd had a bit of a debate before he got on the Zoom call to get it because we were still in lockdown when all of this was going down. And he said to me, I said to him, Sax, feedback is a gift. You know, you, it's such an opportunity because it's it's how others are perceiving you. It's such an opportunity to understand yourself. And I said, and feedback is just feedback. You know, you get to choose what you do with it. And he turned around to me and he said to me, mum, here is the thing. I am completely open to feedback when I want it. And I just laughed out loud. <laughs> I'm like, because the reality is he never wants it. <laughs> and it also made me laugh because I don't think it's unique to sex. I think as many of us as human beings, as much as we know the power and the beauty of feedback in the, the way that that information gives us an opportunity for growth, <laughs> most of us don't want it. We don't want to hear it because often it makes us feel uncomfortable and often it can highlight things maybe that we weren't aware of or things that do require a bit of effort to fix. But I thought I'd share that as a prelude to today because it brought me a big smile and I hope that maybe it might do the same for you. So in case you missed it, in last week's episode, I shared how my intentional adaptability tool has now been scientifically validated as a psychological psychometric that can predict and elevate change readiness and life satisfaction. Now, in this week's episode, what I want to do is I actually want to share with you as an individual and equally as a leader, if that is a role that you play, the key findings of this research that was undertaken to scientifically validate my tool. Now, why would I do that? I'm not here to bore you with academic terms. That is not my intent because trust me, I read a lot of academic papers these days and whilst it's fascinating because I freaking love psychology, it is also hard work. Academic papers take a lot of time to digest and for your brain to process and connect dots. I find myself referring to the dictionary a hell of a lot. Anyway, why am I sharing this with you? Well, I'm sharing the insights from this paper with you because I want to gift you a feel for why building this critical skill in intentional adaptability is absolutely foundational to thriving or as positive psychologists 
call it, flourishing. So let me explain to you what IAQ is or Intentional Adaptability Quotient to start us off. Now, don't get hung up on the word quotient. Again, it's a scientific term that they use. Basically, quotient just means measure just to get that out of the way. So your IAQ, basically IAQ is a concept that is grounded in the theory of positive psychology. Now, positive psychology is defined as the science of optimal human functioning. It aims to discover and promote the factors that enable individuals and communities to thrive. And I think, damn, we need more of this right now. So Your intentional adaptability quotient, which is what I have created, is the measure of how skilled you are in making intentional change in complex and uncertain environments that are evolving at speed. And damn, my friends, do we not find ourselves in one of those right now. No matter where you are in the globe, you cannot be untouched by the level of complexity and uncertainty and change that is unfolding in our environment. So why would you want to build skill in intentional adaptability? Well, firstly, the pace and scale of change that is occurring means that if you do not bring consciousness and meaning to the forefront of how you adapt, you quite literally will unconsciously be adapted by your environment. Secondly, the science shows that the more intentionally adaptable you are, the more skilled you become in navigating uncertainty and change whilst amplifying your ability to flourish at the same time. Now, that's a competitive advantage, especially in a world where, according to positive psychology researcher Corey Keyes, only 40%, that's less than half of our population, is flourishing. So, Why is intention so important when it comes to adapting? Because there's a whole host of research out there around adapting, but none of it speaks to the importance of bringing intention to the forefront of how you adapt. So why is intention so important when it comes to adapting? Because according to the psychological theory of planned behavior, what underpins our cognitive or our brain's decision-making ability To perform a behavior is our intention. What underpins our cognitive decision making to perform a behavior is our intention. There is a direct relationship between motivation and behavior when it comes to adapting. That is why intentional adaptability places intention at the forefront of how we adapt. We focus on how to leverage both motivation and behavior whereas a lot of schools of thought just look at behavior, to adapt in a way that is meaningful and fulfilling. Allow me to walk you through some of the other interesting findings from this research that helped validate four years of work dedicated to enabling others to live their best lives. That's basically what I'm trying to do. So for those of you who are leaders, let's start there. You might be interested to learn that an 11 country study found that hiring adaptable employees could save companies USD 19.8 billion per annum and unlock 130 billion in additional productivity. And those numbers, that data is across the 11 countries that were researched. Those numbers are massive. Makes a compelling argument, right, as to why you would want to invest in building the intentional adaptability of your people. You could also argue as an individual that building this skill in intentional adaptability professionally could act as a competitive advantage when you're looking for your next job. 
So that's on the business front. Let's get down to as an individual. What are some of the insights around this research that might be helpful to you in building this skill? Did you know that people with a predisposition to experimentation, self-accountability and human connection are likely to be more adaptable? Therefore, the more you invest in building these skills, the better you get at navigating uncertainty and adapting in a way that is intentional. Hey, I thought I might just press pause briefly and ask you a question. Are you a leader with a deep-seated passion for developing adaptable people who thrive both in and out of work? But do you have a team that is busy, burnt out and overwhelmed by uncertainty? If the answer is a massive hell to the yes, why not bring a little hacking happy into your workplace? Check out my new range of keynotes and programs that can help you amplify the potential and most importantly, the happiness of your people. Go to hackinghappy.co to find out more. And now back to the podcast. Next up, experimentation we have discovered is the cornerstone of adaptability. That is what the science tells us. It is so fundamental. It is not only the strongest driver in building your intentional adaptability quotient, but also in building or amplifying your life satisfaction and your change readiness. So you might want to ask yourself or take pause for a moment and consider how often do you create the space for experimentation for yourself or for your team if you are a leader? You might find this interesting as well. How engaged you are at work is directly correlated with how adaptable you are to change. I mean, it's no surprise that your environment definitely influences how you behave. Work engagement is just defined as a positive behaviour or a positive state of mind at work that leads obviously to positive work-related outcomes or better performance pretty much. Employees with high levels of work engagement are more energetic and also more dedicated to their work. So it's no surprise then that organisations who invest in cultures that are highly engaging are more adaptable. Again, a competitive edge. Did you know that skill in focus and meaning making partnered with a positive attitude to change increases one's willingness to adapt? Meaning making, perhaps a term you might not be familiar with, is a psychological concept that encourages us to make meaning out of change by intentionally reflecting on uncomfortable circumstances and then reconciling them with our values and our goals. How often do you do this? Don't worry, if it's not often, I am going to share some tools that will be able to support you with building these skills at the end of the podcast. So stay tuned for that. Next up, focused attention is your ability to absorb and respond to important information whilst filtering out that which is not relevant. Focused attention is a predictor of adaptive performance, which means the more you practice this skill, the better you get at navigating uncertainty. Now, I love this insight because I have done talks all around the world and one of my most popular talks talks to how busy is bullshit and how we live in an environment that is now designed to distract us, which means many of us are highly unskilled in this concept of focused attention, which is foundational yeah, to being adaptable. The more curious you are, the more likely you are to initiate adaptive behaviours. 
So curiosity is another skill in the method that I've created or the model that I've created that is foundational to intentionally adapting. Curious individuals are likely to be agile learners who demonstrate cognitive flexibility by quickly and constantly learning, unlearning, relearning, and effectively applying knowledge and information in uncertain environments. The research has also found that your level of success in adapting is dependent on your locus of control, I'll explain that in a moment, your attitude towards change and social norms. So let me repeat that. The research has found that your level of success in adapting is dependent first on your locus of control. Now, locus of control is a psychological term. And basically what it means is how able you feel to be able to influence the environment that you're in. How in control are you of being able to make change happen? So it's how influential are you in making a change? Basically, locus of control is how able you feel to be able to make a change because the elements, the environments, the impact is within your control. The second thing that helps determine your ability to be successful in adapting is your attitude towards change. If you are negative, if you are resistant towards change, the less likely you are to be adaptable or skilled in adaptability. And the third thing is social norms. And this comes back to what we spoke about earlier in terms of engagement in organisations. If you are in an environment that is completely change averse and not supportive of change, it is going to be very hard for you to build your skill in adaptability. And if you find yourself in a work environment like that and you don't feel that you have the locus of control, the influence to be able to change that situation, often people will find that it makes them feel a bit toxic, a bit resentful, And over time, they opt out. And you might want to ask those questions of yourself if you're in one of these environments and you feel it's holding you back. Now, let's have a brief talk about the skill of courage, another intentional adaptability skill, and what underpins it in the context of amplifying adaptability based on the research. Courage is a very important one. So let me ask you, how hardy are you? Hardiness is a friend of courage. Psychological hardiness is a learned cognition style which engenders strength and difficulty. High hardiness means you can maintain your performance despite rapid change by intentionally engaging with stressful situations rather than withdrawing from them. Makes sense, right? Hardiness sounds like a great skill and it makes logical sense why it would connect to courage. The other friend of courage in the research that has been done is resilience. No surprises here. Resilience provides the adaptive ability to accept risk, recover from disruption, recover from setback and negative emotional experiences and reformulate strategies towards redeveloped goals. Highly adaptive behaviours. So hardiness and resilience support the fit of courage within the intentional adaptability model because both of these skills make you more courageous by the nature of what they are and more adaptable at the same time. (sighs) So both of these psychological concepts support the building of courage and the amplification of one's adaptability. So there you have it, my friends, an insight into the science behind intentional adaptability and where you should focus your energy in order to build this critical skill 
now. Now I'm going to pop a link in show notes to a section on my website, which explains the skills and the model of IAQ in a bit more detail, if that is of interest to you. But if you're wanting to work out where to next, you want to build this skill for yourself, for your team, let me give you a couple of resources. First, let's turn insight into action by taking the IAQ assessment, which is the Hacking Happy assessment that's available on hackinghappy.co. I'll pop a link in show notes. This is a brilliant step, a brilliant way to hold the mirror up to where your intentional adaptability muscle is at. And without awareness, there can be no change. So it's a great place to start to understand where your opportunities lie in terms of which skills in our framework you might want to start with first because we are all different yeah some of us might be really strong in courage not so strong in focus some of us might be really strong in experimentation but not so strong in perhaps human connection we're all different so that's a great place to start the second tool that I want to share with you is the book the book that I wrote hacking happiness is a brilliant navigation tool to help you step by step build your intentional adaptability muscle. And the last thing I want to share with you, if you are a leader looking to build the intentional adaptability of your people in order to unlock healthy high performance and amplify well-being at the same time, simply reach out. I would love to have a chat to you. You can message me via the website hackinghappy.co. Just hit contact us. I'd love to have a chat. Join me next week. Because what we're going to do is we're going to take the science and the evidence and we're going to start to use it to build back better. We're going to start to use it to look at how we can formulate a reset, a reshape in a way that is meaningful for you to step into 2022 in a way that's intentional, in a way that ensures that no matter what uncertainty, what shit gets thrown at you next year because God knows the last couple of years have been a roller coaster. You're going to start to have built the skills to be able to navigate it in a way that is meaningful for you. Until then, my friends, have a beautiful rest of the week. Thank you for listening. Until next time, happiness looks good on you. Bye for now. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of the Hacking Happy podcast. If there was something that ignited a flame or sparked a thought within you from this conversation, please take a screenshot and share it on your preferred social media platform. Feel free to tag me in Hacking Happy Co or Penny Lacalso. Reviews are so important to reaching my goal of making 10 million beautiful humans just like yourself happier. So if you enjoyed your listen, please take a moment leave a review and a rating on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until the next episode, remember, happiness looks good on you. Bye for now.